You know this moment. Your friend compliments you. She says, you look amazing today. You may say thank you or you just say out loud what you think. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know what you're seeing. You see something completely different when you look into the mirror. If your partner compliments you, it may actually sound like a lie. So I welcome you to today's episode of the podcast Ice Cubes and Peppers. Today we're going to talk about accurate self-assessment. People who hate themselves or who have low self-worth, who don't feel like they're worthy, usually portray themselves very differently than how other people see them. They see all weakness, no strength. So today's episode will shed a light on how to create a clear and accurate self-description. So instead of focusing on the weaknesses, we're objectively looking at both and you will find that they're very much in balance. So the first step, we'll begin by writing down your strengths and weaknesses in as much detail as possible. This technique is called self-concept inventory. It's from the book Self-Esteem, fourth edition by Matthew McKay, PhD, Patrick Fanning. So we have different categories about what we're going to write. We're going to write about physical appearance. You can include stuff like height, weight, facial appearance, quality of skin, hair, style of dress, as well as you can also describe certain body parts more in depth, like waist, legs. The second category is how you relate to others. So include descriptions of your strength and of your not so good sides you have in intimate relationships, family, friends, colleagues. Also, how, how are you acting around strangers? The third category is personality. So positive and negative personality traits. I'm very patient, but I'm very stubborn, so on. Fourth category, how other people see you. Describe what friends and family and maybe strangers see when they look at you and your character. Five, performance at school or on the job. How do you handle big projects in school or on the job? Six, performance of the daily tasks of life. For example, running errands, maintenance, basically, how much do you clean? Do you meal prep? How's your hygiene? How are you taking care of your children, your dog, your turtle? <laughs> Seven, mental functioning. Include here an assessment of how well you are solving your problems. How much knowledge do you have? Do you maybe have like island knowledge? Do you maybe know a lot about psychology? But maybe you don't know as much about math. <laughs> Describing myself here. <laughs> Eight category is sexuality. How do you see your sexuality? How do you see yourself as a sexual person? You can put a minus before the things that you view as weaknesses and a plus before 
the things you see as strengths. Here in the book, there's an example of a person called Eleanor, and she completed this self-concept inventory technique. For physical appearance, she wrote large brown eyes, stir curly hair, and then she put a minus before buck teeth and minus fat belly, minus fat, fat thighs, and so on. For the second category, she wrote warm and open, but can't set limits or say no, and is too accepting, then resentful. For three, she wrote responsible, funny, but she hates being alone, and she's a blabbermouth. The fourth category, she wrote wishy-washy and overextended, but she's positive and competent. For the fifth category, she wrote prompt and hardworking, but she's also overstressed and lousy on the phone. For the sixth category, she wrote forgot appointments, put things off, but she has a good hygiene and she's a good cook. For mental functioning, she wrote minus lousy at arguing and debating, and she's mentally lazy, but she's intuitive and she likes to learn new things. For sexuality, she wrote She's accepting of partner's sexual turn-ons and she communicates her sexual preferences, but she's inhibited and afraid to initiate. It says that Eleanor took about an hour of concentrated effort to complete this technique and write it all down. She said that she learned something very important about herself, that she actually saw a lot of minus as well as a lot of pluses. And in every area of her life, Eleanor realized I have so many negative judgments about myself, who I am, who I think I am. Maybe you don't see as many plus as Eleanor. That's okay too. So the weaknesses you wrote down, right? We will correct them. Because for example, Eleanor wrote down buck teeth and fat belly, which is already a judgy statement, you know? She could have also just wrote like, 32-inch waist or something. That's a little bit more, you know, that's objective. That's what we want here. We want to list our weaknesses, especially, in a very objective way. So the first thing we need to correct our weaknesses or how we wrote them down, we use non-pejorative language. So buck teeth could be changed to prominent front teeth. Lousy on the phone could be changed to I'm uncomfortable when I can't see people to pick up cues. I feel somewhat nervous on the phone. The second thing is, is use accurate language. Don't exaggerate and don't embellish the negative. Don't make it sound worse than it is. So fat thighs is very inaccurate. The accurate statement would be XYZ inch thighs. This is just an example since we're on an eating disorder podcast. I don't want you to step on the scale for this list and I don't want you to measure thighs or anything. That's just an example. She could have also wrote some rolls on my belly. And also don't generalize. Eleanor wrote screw up paperwork. That's another inaccurate statement. She could have also wrote occasionally forgets to fill in items on order forms. For example, there's no, nothing you do is like always, <laughs> never and always, not very true, inaccurate. So that's actually the third thing, which is that using specific words rather than general words 
So no generalizing. Everything always never completely and so on is generalized, right? The fourth thing is you need to correct your weaknesses is find exceptions or corresponding strengths. In this book, it says Eleanor was aware that she had trouble asking for what she wanted. Her critic frequently used this as an ammunition for an attack on her self-worth. Eleanor rewrote the item by first noting exceptions. I'm reasonably assertive with co-workers, with my friends, Barbara and Julie and the kids, but not my husband or other close friends. Another item that made Eleanor feel particularly vulnerable was the label mentally lazy. She rewrote that item by acknowledging areas of thought where she had no interest and then adding one important exception. Bored by political and philosophical issues, abstract thoughts. Do like to think about motivations and drives behind human behavior. So, remember, eliminate all pejorative language, be accurate and purely factual, eliminate general indictments in favor of specific situations where the weakness occurs and also include as many exceptions and corresponding strengths as you can think of. Then let's talk about listing our strengths. What do we even see as our strength? Well, something that was validated from parents, society, before we negatively judge things that our parents, society, or other people have judged before. There's a scene in the book that's a really good example of how validation and judgment works in our childhood and raising kids. I'm going to read it to you. Suzanne says, I climbed the tree in the backyard, daddy. Father, don't do that. It's dangerous. Mike says, I showed my shell collection in school today. The father says, and then did you bring it home or did you lose it? So what are the consequences? Now, it may provoke your anxiety to give yourself credit and to be proud of yourself for your assets. It can feel dangerous. So now I want you to toot your own horn. <laughs> That's such a, such a funny term. The term is, they literally say that in the book. This is a time to be audacious, to toot your own horn. <laughs> so now you take a look at your self-concept inventory. So now you take a new sheet of paper and you write down all of the things that are marked with a plus. So your strengths. And now you look on your uh, corrected weaknesses where you added corresponding strengths. So if any of these corresponding strengths that you just corrected are not on your list of your assets, then you need to add them now. So remember how Eleanor wrote down that she's bored by political and philosophical issues, but she does like to think about human behavior and what drives them. So there you have this corresponding strength. And then Eleanor also wrote lousy at arguing and debating, and she rewrote that and added a corresponding strength don't have enough facts or a killer instinct. What I like, though, is that I don't have to be right all the time. I don't get miffled when people disagree with me. So that's what I mean by corresponding strength. So as I said, you add these corresponding strengths to the official list of your strengths. And then also think of just every special quality you have, things that maybe people have complimented you about, your discipline, your empathy, 
remember little successes what you've overcome let's say three weeks binge free one day binge free one hour binge free remember all of that any prices the book also concludes this amazing exercise to even find more strength that maybe were just completely in the back of your head you never thought of them really so i want you to think about the lovely people you have in your life and what qualities you appreciate most about them what moves you the most the empathy of your friend the loving kindness of your friend you write that down book one <laughs> okay so you inspect this list and you ask yourself is there any characteristic on there that also applies to me even my past self you take these newfound strengths and you add them again to your official list of strengths so now you rewrite your strength that you wrote down and put them into complete sentences you use adjective you use adverbs you elaborate you go on you make it a freaking book <laughs> and they also say get rid of negatives in favor of positives and eschew left-handed compliments <laughs> left-handed makes me think about this tiktok trend you know these like pick me girls you cover your pimples so well today like all of your pimples like all of your acnes <laughs> that that kind of shit in the book it says when eleanor revised her strength list she changed don't need makeup to i have excellent natural coloring She changed funny to, I have a quick, perceptive sense of humor that people really appreciate. She elaborated on independent by writing, when it really counts, I can depend on myself and not have to ask others for help. I have a strong core of strength and resolve that will see me through. If you feel like, ugh, that's so weird of me to write all of this down, to toot my own horn, sis... You spend years of your life, if not all of your life, thinking negatively about yourself. Take these 15 minutes, one hour whatsoever out of your day and focus on your strength. Like you deserve it and you deserve to do that 24-7 to be very honest. We need you to be focused on your strengths way more than before. In the book, it even says, this is an area where you will have to go a little overboard to counteract your usual tendency to downplay your strengths. In other words, in smarter words. <laughs> it says, your new self-description could be worth your weight in platinum. You should read it to yourself out loud, slowly and carefully, twice a day for four weeks. This is the minimum length of time for you to begin changing the ways you spontaneously think about yourself. Just as you learn a song by getting the tune in your ear, you can learn a more forgiving, more accurate way of thinking about yourself by reading your new self-description every day. I just have to say, I really like this technique. And I read this book when I was like 17. And this was literally the beginning. And I didn't even read all of it then. This was the beginning to my self-love journey. Because you know what? We have to act. <laughs> If we want to change something, we have to act. And doing these external things can lead to you having a better internal world. So if you listened to this whole thing, send me a DM on Instagram. You will find my Instagram in the podcast description. Honestly, I would be so glad 
if anyone listened to this and wrote me because no one ever does because I have like two <laughs> listeners, which is completely fine. I love doing it anyways. But yeah, I hope this helped you. I will talk about self-confidence, self-worth, self-love, all of this stuff even more in my podcast in the future because that's such an important topic that's intertwined with binge eating. I don't know anyone who suffers with an eating disorder and has a high self-worth. I don't even think that <laughs> physically goes together. So this is an intertwined topic. So we'll shed a light on everything and how to get better. Have a good Sunday or whenever you're listening to this, I'm Melody, your I don't want to say my name. I don't know why I always do that. I'm your host. <laughs> this was today's episode of Ice Cubes and Peppers. See you next Sunday, as always, at 2 p.m. PT or 9 p.m. European ET time. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.